the episode i do not want to forget this hold on this is a disclaimer the crimson capsule chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended this podcast is from a red pill perspective we go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature again listen at your own discretion thank you and enjoy jersey judah back Once again, man, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right, so I don't know how I'm going to do this today, which is why I'm actually recording now. It's 1123 a.m. 
the plan is I, I don't know if I want to I already uploaded what I did last night this morning so I may not upload this before I go to work but then again I might not sure yet I'm not sure what type of work day I'm gonna have or if I'll have enough time which I usually do have enough time to do at least an hour but we'll see um, on this episode we got um, Sibo and Snapper C B O W and S N A P P A a couple uh and I've seen a lot more of this a lot of the blacks and I might even try to be funny when I say this a lot of the blacks are actually waking up and, and understanding what's going on they're learning a little bit more about the democrats they're learning a little bit more due to Joe Biden and it's a good thing um this couple they black they're going to be talking about the inconvenience or the inconvenient truth about the Democrats, which is based on a Prager University. Shout out to Prager University. And then we got Bill Maher tries to get Dr. Phil to trash Donald Trump. So before we jump in, a couple things that I wanted to go over, just a couple I was on Facebook this morning. I woke up. I went on Facebook just to see what was going on, which is usually nothing. But I um, I would go on Facebook more or less when I'm uploading an episode. I would sometimes go off of podcasters, but their links for episodes has been shitty. So I have to go to Spotify and share the link of Spotify. But anyway, I usually go on my memories or they call it on this day, which pretty much the day that you're on Facebook, it shows you the shit that you posted today, yesterday, two years ago, three years ago, etc. And six years ago, I believe I did. And this was back when I was doing the PSA with Jersey Judah on Facebook. I would, you know, show my face and talk my shit the way that I'm doing now. And I remember talking about are mentioning the three L's, right? The three L's of life. I think it was something like that, right? It was love, loneliness, and lies. Love, loneliness, and lies. And how the men, depending on how you were raised, you've came across, like the love, the love that you think ends up being the lies, which leads to loneliness and the loneliness for a lot of people. A lot of guys can't handle it. Uh, for people like myself, we've just gotten better, smarter, more self-sufficient, um, less dependent of others and really knowing and embracing who you generally are, who you truly are without the influence of others. Um, without your parents telling you to do it, uh, without your friends telling you to do it, or whatever crowd you got. And I had to say, like, I was pretty impressed with myself because I'm saying, because when I talk about the lies and like this, the thoughts in which internalizes all the lies, like your ego and things of that nature, like I've been talking about it. It's just more so now that I've been more direct 
and just kind of stepping out a little bit of the whole relationship red pill thing and kind of just going straight into what I could consider to be more important, which are political matters and uh, getting people to understand what's going on outside of this fantasy land called mainstream media that can just cook up a topic and do whatever they want and the people will follow. But the three L's in life, you know, the love, the love is what you think. The love isn't really what it is because with love and I, this is my personal belief, love breaks down to logic over emotion. If you love someone, you wouldn't want to hurt someone. So a good example would be cheating, right? If a guy meets another woman who's more than what he's currently with, he still loves the woman enough to let her know that, you know, he wants to move on to better things, right? Rather than just cheat, try to have his cake and eat it too. And trust me, women do the same thing. But the lies in which you think love is, in which most women think love is just, you know, all emotional, you know, all these words, all these phrases. It's not the case. Love is logic. Right. Love is logic. God is love. But love is logic. Love is not emotions. Love is not flowers, candies, and all that. It sounds good, looks good, looks good on paper. But that's not really what love is. And the misconception from women, well, not all of them, not all, not all, not all, but most. Their quest for this high value man, it's weird to say it, but in a bizarre way, there's quote unquote high value man. That's more logical than the emotional guy. It's more logical for them because when you have too much emotion, and this is what I talked about with my cousin before, where love weakens a man because the emotional love is is never it. Emotional love never lasts. Logical love lasts. When a mother and father stays together for the sake of the child, for the sake of his well-being or her well-being, because those two people were responsible for putting that child on the planet, that's logical love. Emotional love would be, oh, well, these two don't get along, so they just broke up and not realizing that the child is going to go through hell. The child's going to listen to the mom, talk shit about the father. The mom's going to keep the child away from the father, keeping the, in fact, keeping, especially a boy, keeping a young man away from his identity, which is his father. On a spiritual level, your identity of the father is God for those who are, you know, spiritual or religious. But earthbound, your identity is your father. So if you don't have those things growing up, you technically don't have an identity, which is why the youth looks for identity elsewhere, gangs, etc. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right. Been talking about this for years now. There's no ego into it. It's just I've been talking about it for years. There couldn't be ego in it. 
because I haven't gotten anywhere with it and I'm not trying to go anywhere with it. I appreciate those that listen, but Jesus Christ, the day that this hits 10 and I know it's possible the day that this hits like 10,000, that's when it's going to be a problem because then there's going to be sensitive people. It's almost like more money, more problems, more followers, more problems, right? Because not everybody's going to understand what you're talking about. And it's not trying to get everybody to necessarily understand, but it's also not trying to get canceled or not trying to get reported or not have any bullshit happen to me because someone's butthurt or triggered by what I say. Then if you think about it, you know, in the terms of dealing with the three L's that everyone deals with in life, which is love, lies and loneliness through the loneliness for, for a lot of people, um, for the loneliness, you gain a clearer conscience, you gain a better perspective of self and self from self instead of self from others. There's so many people who are afraid to go outside of the box and do things that they might actually love to do because of the judgment of others. When you've been by yourself enough, you're comfortable with self. And how other people feel outside of self is their problem. Just like the problems you feel within is your problem. And the only way to fix those problems are from within instead of without. Without influencers, without people telling you who to vote for, do this, do that. I don't tell people who to vote for, but I tell y'all who I'm voting for. Right. And I'm very transparent because I've seen so many people try to play an act. Every once in a while, I get into character. You guys know I'm black, but to really uh, be true to self and express oneself without the care and judgment of others, it's one of the most liberating feelings. It's a gift that's only given by God. Because then, like I said before, with the whole race bullshit, you look past that and you see what is right and you see what is wrong. You see what is good and you see what is evil. But you have to really be comfortable in solitude in a lot of ways to come to this understanding. And a lot of men, especially the younger men, they're just not. They're doing just as much as um, attention seeking as women. Just as much, if not more, actually. But then again, you can't you can never uh, seek attention more than a woman. You know, you got all these there's all these devices and tools like all right, OnlyFans, Instagram. All these dating apps that she can get attention in. And then it's the men who yearn for those women. But at the same time, they become women because they yearn for that type of attention. So they'll be willing to put themselves out there. May not be to the extreme of OnlyFans, but they'll put themselves out there and try to victimize themselves to get sympathy from a woman. And a woman just looks at you as a peasant and someone who's pitiful and someone who's desperate. I thought about this last night 
And it's like when you deal with intimacy and interactions with the opposite sex. And then if a woman says something like, I'm a one man type of woman. How are most guys going to feel about it? Yeah, most guys may test her because they don't hear that often. But most guys would be satisfied with that. Correct. Now, let's flip the script. If a man tells a woman that he's a one woman type of guy, you may think a woman will receive that well. And some of them may receive it well. Some of them, just like I said with the men, they'll challenge that. They won't believe it. Right. But for the most part now, today, especially in which most uh, a good portion of these content creators talk about it, right? Where the man, until recently, really, if you think about it, men who have that approach with women are usually the ones who are the easy targets to women. Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a one woman type of guy. You know, women go, all right, got them. Not all, of course. But they know the type. They know they know they've been around them. They've seen these guys, you know. Fucking, you know, froth at the mouth over these over these women. So they see it. They know what type of guy they're dealing with. And as fucked up as it is. This idea, well, the guy, and that's the double standard, right? The guy who's known for being with women is going to have the better reception from women, naturally, because he becomes the natural selection of women and he's interacted with those women. You would have the other guys who may have a good shot with women. They might, they might, they might not view themselves as attractive, but they're attractive to a lot of women, right? But they have no communication skills. Their conversational value is just as bad as most of these women. Not all, not all, but most. They're not talking about real issues, real subjects. They're not doing none of that. Makeup tutorial, what's coming out, uh, what's coming out in film or what's coming out in the movie theater and fashion. That's all it really boils down to. I hate to say it. But anyway, we're going to get shit started. But like when you go through that stage and a lot of men go through that stage of love and the people you thought you loved and, Oh, well, you just don't love the person anymore. Or, you know, things happen. That love never existed. That love was created in your mind as sort of a survival mechanism. Oh, you're with this woman for so long. So you must love her. Most, most, most couples, man and woman, they just can't stand each other. But they also don't want to go through the time period, and a lot of women especially, of being without. They have to have somebody with them. They got to have some sort of weird support system, even if it's with people they don't like. Look at women and their girlfriends. I've seen I've seen scenarios. I won't even say situations. I've seen scenarios where a group of women will be talking, right? They'll be conversating about some goofy shit and one woman will get up or she'll excuse herself to use the phone or, you know, to go to the bathroom. And those women will talk about that woman. That's how they get down. And I know a lot of guys like that, too, which is why I really just stayed to myself for most of the time. But once you go through that stage of love, 
you realize the lies, you understand the lies, you go through the loneliness because the loneliness is just a part of life, really. You, you've learned, and in my case, if you're in my situation or similar, you've learned to embrace that loneliness. And the funny thing about it is once you do it, it is what it is. Like, I look back at the times when I was quote unquote depressed, I put the air quotes, and the thoughts that I had, bad thoughts, right? Terrible thoughts. I look back and it's like, what the? I don't even recognize that part of me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't even, I don't even recognize it. That's, that's the crazy thing about it. You understand logic. That's the fourth L. Like that's the fourth L you take that it begins to truly make sense. Because even when you realize and recognize the lies, there's a part of your brain that's trying to lie to itself. Like, oh, that's the truth. You're just looking at it weird. Like, no, that's a lie. And then you really, you reach a stage where it's like you point out all of the lies and all of the BS. You may do it to yourself. You You don't speak about it. You may not speak about it as much. But you start to point things out like, yeah, that that seems odd. That doesn't make sense. And then after that, in the stage of loneliness, you understand the logic behind it all. Some people aren't meant to understand. As I always say, I got this from the blacks. Everything ain't for everybody. Everything ain't for everybody. So my message and my direction of where I'm going which is still the raw, the real, the red pill, just on the, just more so on the political realm, you know, as a quote unquote radical Republican, black conservative, um, and a crimson capsule social commentator. My whole uh, move, and it's not really a giant step. Like I said before, I've given little clues, little hints of, you know, talking about more political subjects. But I also um, understand that not everybody's going to like this shit, right? In fact, when it comes through, uh, when it comes to people listening, I probably would be better off sticking to the red pill and bitches complaining and all that shit. But I don't really want to do that. So I kind of just, you know, find my space. I find my zone and I get into it. And we about to get into SIBO and SNAPA. SIBO and SNAPA. The Inconvenient Truth About the Democrats. Originally from uh, Prager University uh, YouTube channel. Let me go into my playlist here before we get shit started. Alright? And then afterwards we got Bill Maher uh, trying to convince Dr. Phil to hate Trump. That's that's pretty much the premises of that. And that's short. It's a short video episode. I want to make sure everything is still recording. And we are. We're close to 24 minutes in. And let's get it.
Yo. Yeah. What's going on, y'all? Man, you know we are back at it with some good, 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 good stuff. Just want to say thanks again, guys, for your support. Yes, we guys, just, we recently, just want to thank you for the good. We just yeah. recently hit 80,000, and we are just so grateful, so appreciative that many of you have joined our squad. You're, you know. And not only is the blacks waking up, but the people are are listening. Some of these play, some of these channels. If I mention it, I mentioned it before. Uh, Kendall reacts. Um, Devin GTV, um, is it LFR family? They're talking about shit that a lot of blacks don't want to talk about. They're going into the subjects that a lot of blacks are, to be truthfully honest, a lot of blacks are afraid to talk about these subjects. Fear of being considered a coon sellout and all this shit. And it's like, all right, I've been called worse. I don't give a fuck about all that. But for the other people who feel that way and they go out of their way to bring a lot of the people who've never heard or never would know about what's actually going on to them, to see them, to see it pay off for them and to see the people support them, it's it's a good thing. It's a great thing. Through our growth and you keep supporting us as we learn and grow and become more of who we are. You know, that's what life is all about. Yeah, that's right. Thank you so much. So we got up, man. Um, I saw this out there and I wanted to react to it. I didn't watch it. It's the inconvenient truth about the Democratic Party. Mm. When you think about racial equality and civil rights, Mm. which political party comes to mind? The Republicans or the Democrats? Democrats. Most people would probably say the Democrats. Mm -hmm. But this answer is incorrect. Since its founding in 1829, the Democratic Party has fought against every major civil rights initiative and has a long history of discrimination. The Democratic Party defended slavery, started the Civil War, opposed Reconstruction, founded the Ku Klux Klan, imposed segregation, Uh perpetrated lynchings, Uh and fought against the Civil Rights Acts of the 1950s and 1960s. Okay. In contrast, <laughs> the Republican Party was founded in 1854 as an anti-slavery party. Its mission was to stop the spread of slavery into the new Western territories with the aim of abolishing it entirely. Yeah, go ahead. This effort, however, uh-huh. was dealt a major blow by the Supreme Court in the 1857 case Dred Scott versus Sanford. The court ruled that slaves aren't citizens, they're property. The seven justices who voted in favor of slavery, all Democrats, the two justices who dissented, both Republicans. The slavery question was, of course, ultimately resolved by a bloody civil war. The commander in chief during that war was the first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln. The The GOAT, the GOAT. The GOAT. All right, Abraham Lincoln. I remember there was a a story. Somebody was trying to prove that Abraham Lincoln was like, was part black or he had black ancestral whatever, right? And that was the reason why he was so hard on, you know, getting rid of slavery. And it was just all bullshit. He white. But he's one of the good whites. He's one of the great whites. The Emancipation Emancipation, uh, Proclamation. Like, he's one of the good whites. Let's just, I mean, let's just face it. 
sick of this shit. There are good white folks out there. Donald Trump is one of them. But the OG of it all, in my opinion, Abraham Lincoln. Who freed the slaves. Six days after the Confederate Army surrendered, John Wilkes Booth, a Democrat, assassinated President Lincoln. Did y'all know that? A Democrat. I didn't even know that. What the? Lincoln's vice president, a Democrat named Andrew Johnson, assumed the presidency. But Johnson adamantly opposed Lincoln's plan to integrate the newly freed slaves into the South's economic and social order. Wow. Johnson and the Democratic Party were unified and in that's their the opposition first rhino. to the 13th Amendment. Is that the first rhino? Is Andrew Jackson the first rhino? Can we can we get some whites that know what's going on here to, to verify this? Would Andrew Johnson be the first rhino Republican? Because he was the first one that bended and folded for the Democratic Party like a bitch. All right? Fucked it all up. They got the real nigga out of office. The real nigga, by the way, being Abraham Lincoln. <clears throat> they, they took him out. Democrat shot him. Right? Andrew Jackson gets in, bends and folds with the liberal, with the Democrats, and the fuckery begins. Andrew Jackson, in my opinion, just from how the story is told, he's the first rhino Republican. Which abolished slavery, the 14th Amendment, which gave blacks citizenship, and the 15th Amendment, which gave blacks the vote. All three passed only because of universal Republican support. Wow. How about that? Now, how about that? Now, how about that? Listening, like, you guys got to understand, man, like, when I heard this shit for the first time, I was angry, man. I was angry. How the fuck are we being lied to for the establishment's agenda, divide and conquer? How were we being, how, how did we get all of these lies about the Democrats helping the blacks. And all of this information was just taken out of the history books. I, I remember listening to this. I was listening. I listened to this video from Prager University. I forgot the black woman who's uh, narrating. But <clears throat> when I heard this for the first time. I, I truly felt anger. But it wasn't anger towards white people. It was anger towards these educators. It's the anger towards the establishment. That allows this shit to take place. And then the people who speak out. Like me. When I post shit, I post memes on social media. Who comes? The fact checkers. 1977, and I gotta keep saying this. Joe Biden did say that he did not want his child going into a racial jungle, and that was related to the integrated schools. That's the fucking truth, man. How can Facebook say, oh, that's not right? 
the fact checkers determine, fuck these fact checkers, man. They're all bought and paid for. All these people are established by the left. That's why when the election came last year, you heard very little things on Facebook about those voting for Trump or conservatives in general. And you heard everything liberal. You heard everything dealing with Biden and you heard everything dealing with the Democratic Party. Era of Reconstruction, federal troops stationed in the South help secure rights for the newly... I'm just going to say, man, when you said it to me earlier, you was like, I feel like I've been duped. And now yeah. I feel like I'm like, yeah, I was been... Mm-hmm. This is... Um... But wait, I was just saying, thinking, wait a minute. Did I miss this in school books and social studies? Wasn't there. I was there. thinking, okay, was I not... I just, for a quick second, I must have not been paying attention. Because social studies was interesting. Yeah. It really was. It's just a lot of information. Yeah. And if you're just sitting there reading it, you know, kids just ain't interested that no. way. No. But did I miss? I don't think that's true. I actually don't. I was actually a fan of social studies and history. But as I got older and learned about what was really going on, I became a bigger fan of it. Meaning I listened to more or I would watch documentaries on my own time I would inform myself and educate myself on my own time without a professor without any of these people and it's possible but there's a way to get the kids to get kids involved in history true history not history reminding them about racism not history reminding them about separation not history reminding them about Jim Crow, not history reminding them about all the terrible things that they currently are not going through, but they end up having the victimhood mentality as if they went through it all. True history, true American history. Freed slaves. Hundreds of black men were elected to Southern state legislatures as Republicans and 22 black Republicans served in the U.S. Congress by 1900. The Democrats did not elect a black man to Congress until 1935. Wow. <laughs> that deserves it. Hold up. God damn. That's bad. After Reconstruction ended, when the federal troops went home, Democrats roared back into power in the South. They quickly reestablished white supremacy across the region with measures like black codes, laws that restricted the ability of blacks to own property and run businesses, and they imposed poll taxes and literacy tests used to subvert black citizens' right to vote. You know, I'm going to say, if I run into any opposition with uh, another black person saying, well, this, this, I'm sending them this video. Yeah, send me this video, because this is really good. This is good. And how is all of this enforced? By terror, much of it instigated by the Ku Klux Klan, uh-huh. founded by a Democrat, uh-huh. Nathan Bedford Forrest. Uh-huh. As historian Eric Foner, himself a Democrat, notes, in effect, the Klan was a military force serving the interests of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. The end. Fuck y'all niggas, man. The end. The end. Fuck that. Sick of this shit. How can blacks ignore this and consider themselves Democrats? 
How is that possible? So when these so when these people, I want y'all to realize this, when these black Democrats talk about Trump's a part of the Klan and Trump's grandfather was a part of the Klan, the Klan is in the party of their interest. What the? Mental and psychological slavery. President Woodrow Wilson, a Democrat, shared many views with the Klan. He resegregated many federal agencies and even screened the first movie ever played at the White House, The Racist Film, The Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. What party what party is responsible for that? Oh yeah, Democrats. <laughs> I feel as if you know that quote. Um um uh, we'll look it up. You know that quote uh that's always out there if I can look for it I'm gonna find it. Um Here it is. You either die young or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I've become the villain but only the villain through other people's perspective. I'm exposing the truth. I'm of good, but I became a villain because I don't go along with the narrative. I don't go along to get along like everybody else. So in a sense, I have lived long enough, learned enough. I've learned, the what, what I've learned exceeded people in, in their 50s and 60s from history true history, things that actually took place, not the lies, not the propaganda, not the bullshit, you become the villain because you have a zero, I have a zero tolerance for bullshit, especially politically. I'm sick of these politics. I hate them. I don't like to use that word, but I really hate these politics besides Trump because he's not really a politician. You get enough people to go against you. It's like, well, damn, he must be doing something right. If all these people lose sleep over this man, he has to be doing something right. And the people who are losing sleep over him are people I can't stand. So fuck them. They don't know this type of history. And some of the whites, the white liberals, they don't know this type of history either. And if they found out their defense will be, oh, that's a lie. That's not true. That's false. But they just don't have evidence. When I hear like a lot of right-wing guys, conservatives, uh, point out what is fake, oh, this is fake news, there's usually an explanation behind it. Notice that. When liberals say something's fake or that's a lie, that's a BS, it's more like a defense and they don't come back with evidence. They have nothing to back up what they are addressing in most cases, if not all. So instead of reacting on emotion, I'm going to I'm going to more or less react on the information itself. Right. Or if some person tells me something that's supposed to be true, I'm going to verify it through another source just to make sure everybody could do the same, but they choose not to. Their team CNN, their team Fox, their team, mainstream media, a bunch of failing losers when it comes to viewership. They're losers. Like I mentioned before, the average content creator nowadays, 
well, not even average, but like a popular content creator can do a live stream and pretty much get as much as or as more viewers than mainstream media. We've, we, we are beginning to outsmart these people. If you think about it, especially the blacks, we are beginning to outsmart these people. They can they can no longer, in other words, manipulate us, lie to us, tell us which way is up. We know what's going on, at least some of us. The blacks, the blacks, though, we're waking up. We're waking up. It's a very interesting time to be alive where you notice blacks not only becoming conservative, but because of people like Trump or just Trump in general, fuck all these other politicians, especially Republicans, fuck them. Besides Trump, it, it began to wake folks up like that. Everybody's starting to wake up where the blacks are being more vocal, more content is out there um, on a more conservative perspective outside of the victimhood mentality truly taking accountability and aiming for the victorhood mentality. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's guys, black guys, white guys, Candace Owens, she black. You got Candace Owens. Um, you got Carrie Lake in Arizona. She's a feisty one. You know what I mean? She would have made... It's surprising that she didn't, she didn't go for president. I actually think she would have had a shot, man. I really do. I think she would have had a chance. I would have never voted her or a woman in that matter over Trump. I'll just say that. Never. Ever. I will never vote a woman over Donald Trump. Ever. Even if it was Candace Owens running for president. Oh, she's running. Oh, okay, cool. I would acknowledge it. I would say how great it would be for her to be president in any other time than now. She would definitely have a good position in the cabinet if from my perspective yeah tim scott oh i just want to bring this up i think i brought this up last night or technically last episode but tim scott's running for president tim scott's rhino republican we know it like and people know it he's just black so it's like he's no different than the black liberal in a lot of ways it's just you gotta really know about what's taking place like you know, he's probably he's a rhino Republican, meaning he's going to bend and fold with the Democrat Party. It doesn't make a difference when it comes to politicians in a lot of ways. These people do. These people deal with each other behind the scenes. They deal with each other out front, uh, up front. I remember uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney went to a couple of was it Obama went to a lot of Obama's speeches and shit. In support of Obama, like th- those are the rhinos, dude. You know it now. You know it. I know it. Let's move forward. Tim Scott, a black, he black, um, so-called conservative rhino Republican running for president. I don't care. I'm not voting for him. Get the fuck out of here. Bring the other white man back. What the? <laughs> Bring the other white man back. All right. You, they need to take this old other this this old guy. We need to get him off the shelf, right? We need to go back to Mexico. We need to go back to the southern regions, right? 
We need to build a wall. The end. All right. That's what we need right about now. All these all these folks, these Browns. And I say that in a very non-racial matter, but it is what it is. These Browns coming in. And, and look, I've said it before. I have no hatred against those people whatsoever. I have a I have a hatred towards the, the governments that allowed this shit to take place. These people are just trying to find a better life. But at the same time, all these Browns, they're taking over. It's over. Oh, I remember white people, like, at one time, they were fearful of the blacks. They were like, oh, these blacks, they're going to, you know. And, and, and it really was a racial matter without being racist because what they were saying was all these white women, they out here cold burning. They fucking blacks. They like the blacks. They like the dark meat. And uh, <laughs> cold burning. They like, you know, they like, they like niggas. So... And what was happening was all these babies were being born, you know, all these mixed biracial babies being born was really an alarming rate for a lot of whites. They're like, yo, man, we're going to be minorities soon. That's like one of the top fears of whites is the point to where they become the minority. What the? Y'all better start having white babies in. Shout out to JLP. He black. Start having white babies in shit. Because you look at the interracial babies, it ain't really families being made. It's usually, you know, the nigga knocks up the white chick. And, you know, the white chick, she gets wicked on him, gets him locked up, child support, the whole nine. Or the guy just dips off. So there's never necessarily a family structure, which is actually worse when you have children being born in one parent households, predominantly women. The chaos, the crime, everything that takes place after that. I'm black. I know for I know for a fact. I know for a fact. Y'all can hate the white man, but don't hate me for saying it. Hate the white man for saying it. And don't even hate him. Especially if he's conservative. He's just trying to help us. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to inform us. That's the thing where the I think the right when it comes to information, they're actually trying to inform the blacks. And when it comes to the Democrats and when it comes to the liberals, they're trying to indoctrinate the blacks. Right. That's that's from my that's just my personal perspective. I can bring up articles. I can bring up media as an example. But why do that? You know what I'm saying? All these folks do. And I've, and I've seen it uh, like Prager University, for example, this video, the original video, most of their videos are actually trying to inform blacks about the current issues. Right. They're not lying to them. But when a white man talks in this way, not being as racial as I am, but even if he was as racial, so the fuck what? Everyone in this country is racial doesn't have to be racist is this a teacher walking jesus christ you got the tight ass pants on you can see the whole ass like the cheeks you ever see the 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 women with the yoga pants and it's like it's so tight you can see the, the entire ass like the crease and everything amazing that was that was a nice one i ain't gonna lie 
that was a nice one right there. Anyway, um, <laughs> that caught me off guard. I'm black. Um, the whole the whole system, if you look at it, and you have to be realistic about it, the whole system of politics, from what I've observed and what I've researched, it's about the left being the tolerant party to the blacks. But the reality, of, the, the reality of it is they became more intelligent enough to completely switch the game. They switched it, switched everything around, made the Republicans the racist, made the Republicans the original racist in the Klan and all this other shit. And with civil rights, which something that, of course, they were not originally for, they jumped on to that. You got Lyndon B. Johnson with the welfare system, making sure the blacks vote Democrat, uh, uh, vote Democrat for the next 200 years. But of course, he said niggers. And yeah, he said that. That's a personal quote. Lyndon B. Johnson, a.k.a. LBJ. Right. Some of our great presidents and we got to point this shit out. I, I pointed out without being hateful necessarily because I know that there's good and bad everywhere so it's not just white people who are responsible but these demon Democrats are responsible these white liberals are responsible Malcolm X was not lying which 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 gets me to think now that I think about it the blacks going back to what I was saying that the blacks were waking up Malcolm X had a weird because he, he mentioned Republicans as racist, too. Don't get me wrong. But he wasn't as heavy with the Republicans as he was with the Democrats. And it made me think, was Malcolm X a conservative? Not not necessarily him saying it, but by a lot of his views and what he stood for, especially him coming home from Mecca and his different ways of looking at things amongst race relations. Just something to think about. Always thought about that. There's a lot of Negroes today. Shout out to the Negroes, the blacks, who are waking up, not the ones who are asleep. Shout out to the blacks waking up. Um, You had guys like Umar Johnson. I've heard him say a lot of positive things about Trump. Tyreek Nasheed, out of all people. Shout out to Tyreek Nasheed. He black. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't believe everything. I don't follow everything that he says, but at the very least, his shit is funny. Especially when he talks about niggas cooning and shit, because he, he brings up the Democrats. That's why I like Tyreek Nasheed. He brings up the Democrats cooning and shit for blacks. You had Hillary Clinton go on a fucking radio show talking about she has hot sauce in her purse. You got to know that the pandering level is up. The level, the level of pandering is at a all-time high right but a lot of these black folks who I would have never thought in a million years will say anything positive about Trump you hear it more and more and more that scares a lot of these Democrats the Klansmen mm. a few decades later the only serious congressional opposition to the landmark Civil Rights Act of 1964 came from Democrats. 80% of Republicans in Congress supported the bill, less than 70% of Democrats did, 
Democratic senators filibustered the bill for 75 days until Republicans mustered the few extra votes needed to break the log jam. And when all of their efforts to enslave blacks, keep them enslaved, and then keep them from voting had failed, the Democrats came up with a new strategy. If black people are going to vote, they might as well vote for Democrats, as President Lyndon Johnson was purported to have said about the Civil Rights Act, I'll have them voting Democrat there it is. for 200 years. Wow. There it is. There it is. Guys, there it is. Why don't, why don't any of us talk about this? I mean, we're talking about it now. And it's really reaching the point to where a lot of blacks are talking about these situations now. And it's the great exodus for a lot of these blacks, the great exodus of the Democratic Party, where black people are understanding like, damn, my parents didn't know this shit. I know for a fact, I try to explain some of this shit and they don't get it. And that's fine. I'm still voting who I'm voting for. I still have my beliefs as an individual. And that's all I can do. You know what I'm saying? The people, man, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But it's a good thing now because people's eyes are opening. Matter of fact, their people's eye is opening. Their third eye is opening. They're looking into something instead of just looking at something. There we go. That's why black people are... It was swayed. Man, let's just, man, just get the black people, man. This is so good because Blacks. this is some of the research that I wanted us to, to do. So this is like all part of it. Correct. Wow, this is really, really interesting. Absolutely. Yes. So now the Democratic Party prospers on the votes of the very people it has spent much of its history oppressing. Democrats falsely claim that the Republican Party is the villain when in reality it's the failed policies of the Democratic Party that have kept blacks down. Massive government welfare has decimated the black family. Opposition to school choice has kept them trapped and failing schools. Politically correct. School choice. I mentioned this before. Something that Trump wanted to bring in that was going to give a lot of kids in areas that had terrible schools opportunities to go to better schools to further their education. Another thing that a lot of blacks don't know about, they're listening to CNN. Oh, Trump's a part of the Klan. Policing has left black neighborhoods defenseless against violent crime. So when you think about racial equality... And I'm going to stop right there. I was listening to um, President Trump's. He had his meeting today and he was talking about you know, um, you know, kudoing blue lives, you know, the, the police officers. And he was like, it was, he was having an interview with a guy and the guy was like, and he was like, yep. He said, we got to support our police officers that we don't support those. We don't support the, the bad ones. But the, so they, it was just like, and a lot of times, if you notice the bad. And it's sad because those things that he says, the other things that he say, they don't, they don't put that in on camera and CNN. They'll take one clip of what he said and ride with it and not even get the full context. That's why I can't stand these people. I can't. I won't allow these people to lie to me. You people may, not I. Okay? Not I, said the cat. I'm not going along with this shit whatsoever. 
and I have information to back up what I say. Politically speaking, any black conservative who, who thinks for himself, he's a dangerous man in the political scene today because all they try to do is silence and consider the whites who are conservative to be racist. But when the blacks say, wait, that white guy was saying something truthful, that white guy isn't a racist, that white guy isn't bad. The only thing that these people can do now is just say, you're a coon, you're a sellout, you're an Uncle Tom. And for people who have tough skin and who are not bitches and are not going to react like a woman, you let it go in one ear out the other because you're the one that's informing others. They're the ones that's spreading the lies. Sorry, in certain areas. Like they, why is it that they're in those areas where they can get all, where they go and do all the action, all the stuff that you getting on camera and stuff be some of those bad ones? Maybe they ought to have tests that are able to screen emotionally the true intent of the person. I know that they have a lot of detective tests, but I'm sure there's got to be some other psychological tests or tests that have been created to be able to deem if a person is mentally capable, yeah. if they have any, you know, in those types of. Uh, in that line of work. Right. This is really good. In civil rights, which political party should come to mind? I'm Carol Swain, professor of political science and law at Vanderbilt University for Prager University. Let's go. I love it, Vanderbilt. Come on now. Okay, so this is really, really good. And I wanted to, so the research, guys, that we have been doing is really diving into the conservative party. We've been been looking at it, what it really means for, you know, like now, because it's transformed. Mm -hmm. And now we want to, I want to go back and look at what, where they came from. But I do know many of the blacks uh, who who were no longer slaves were part of that Republican party. I remember those parts, bits and pieces I remember in college history. Yeah. I must have missed it in middle high school. I don't know if it was there, but I'm just saying where I remember from. Okay. And <clears throat> I was going to say, even with the, now I can go back and then I was going to go back to do the Democratic Party and liberals. But if I feel like I need to know more in-depth information about what I want to vote and how I feel now. So right. that's why we I dove into that first. But right. of course, I mean, I remember reading certain things in school about the Democratic Party, but not to this depth. But I, no. you know, once I learned that many of the prominent blacks way back were Republican, I was like, well, then how did we get to the way we at now? How did it switch? <laughs> yeah. switch? How did it change like that being a whole race over there? Nah, everybody over here. And, and these were prominent, you know, ex-slaves. And maybe not all of them were slaves at one point, but back then, yeah, you know, it's like, okay. This is great. It was. See, information changes things. Everything. It should. At least it should. Why would I want to be a part of the K, the, the party that's for the KKK? And now they got, they got, they still got black folks under their spell. Like they own the, they, like they had the KKK. Uh, why would I want to be a part of the KKK? Why would I want to be a part of a group that supported that one billion percent? So I so, think you kind of let the cat out of the bag about what our live was going to be on Friday at seven thirty. We've agreed the time is seven thirty Pacific. No folks gonna be paying attention. But they do because we we, we we have been on early at six thirty, and not too many of you guys were hopped on. But then when we did seven thirty, which is our usual time to go live on Fridays. It was that. So yeah, we're gonna be live on Friday, guys. Okay. Because we we definitely want to share with you what we've been learning 
and you know have this discussion because it's very important that we vote correctly, correctly. this time. Let's go. It is a must. It's a must. That's a must. Put all your previous notions and what you thought to the side and go and do your own homework and research like we are. Because remember, if you ain't vote for me, you ain't black. Yikes. Had to go in the crib real quick. Uh, I got to go to the store. Got to go to the store, so I'm going to do all that during this episode. In fact... Let me put this to an hour and 45 minutes. Oops, I did that incorrect. Zero. Here we go. Oh, I just had it. Motherfucker. Oh, here we go. Now, I guess we'll cap this off at an hour and 45 minutes. So I go to the store. And we still got the uh, Bill Maher and Dr. Phil shit to go over as well but how about that man I think I saw that video originally three or four years ago I think it came out three or four years ago if I'm not mistaken and I was um, I was listening to a lot of Candace Owens when she was talking about you know this shit that's currently going on and um To me, it was just mind-blowing to realize that so many people would have thought and believed otherwise. They wouldn't have went through the time uh, to really research anything, right? They didn't go through any time of researching anything. And because of that, they just fell into the lies. They became comfortable in the lies. They became comfortable in the victimhood mentality. You know, they've been comfortable asking whites for reparations. How can you consider how can you consider a people racist and still ask them for money? It's fucking mind-blowing. It's stupid. It doesn't make sense. It's idiotic. You're talking about the white man's the devil and you're asking these white men for reparations. What the when are you guys going to learn? But it's based on the information that you're getting. It's based on somebody else's story or, or somebody else's agenda or somebody else's uh, political scheme to get you involved, to get you wrapped up, to get you angry. And you don't know what you're angry about because your anger is based on ancestors that you don't know, ancestors that you can't even technically prove were slaves, so on and so forth. But I'll be right back. All right, so I had to get my resupply of tobacco and my daily supply of green tea. So now I'm good. Now I'm going to pull back. Get the fuck out of this parking lot. I think Jersey really deserves its reputation of folks that don't know how to drive. Like when I tell you that I can drive 
past cars and all of their cars have dents, marks, scratches. It's not a fucking game out here. Like people out here really can't drive. But um, it's funny to see the response because there's white people that, that are genuinely happy. I mean, most of them are Republican and conservatives, of course, that black folks are really waking up. And it's, you know, it's no longer this, it's not like a, um, how can I say it? It's not disingenuous either. Like there's whites that are like, some of them they're just being honest. Like yeah, it's about time, geez. You know, some of these white folks been trying to talk about this shit for years. Nobody wanted to listen to them. So because nobody wanted to listen to them, they just said, fuck it. It'd be all right, I guess. Now we starting to, you know, really pay attention on what's going on here. And from the history itself, you know, people who are truly being lied to on a day-to-day basis and by other people, they don't give a fuck about the fucking uh, consequences of that. They'll openly lie to you. They'll openly lie to you because they know a lot of us, the blacks, we not gonna research. Shit, you kidding me? We're not gonna research a fucking thing, man. You got one side, and it's just how it's just how blacks grew up in a lot of the families. You got you got the blacks the young blacks being reminded about racism 24-7, being reminded about white supremacy 24-7, and these people, these whites especially, they wonder why the blacks are reacting the way that they're reacting. They're being lied to. The same way a lot of the whites are being lied to. The liberals, I mean, for the ones that don't know about their origin of the Democrats, you should learn before trying to pander to blacks. A lot of us don't want to hear it. Fuck's wrong with my lighter? What the? All right, good. Now I'm back. Place my phone where I'm usually comfortable placing it. Let me put this back on the charger. Good. All right, so now... Oh, I don't want the sound. Jesus. What the? What the? Oh, let's go to my volume. All right, I should be good. So now we're just going to get into uh, Bill Maher pretty much trying to convince Dr. Phil to hate Donald Trump. And Bill Maher is one of these idiots, right? They were so, and this is one of these talk show hosts. He's one of the talk show hosts that survived reputation-wise in a way. He still survived in a sense. 
where, you know, back in the day, politically incorrect, all that shit, like, you know, old, at that time, being pretty moderate with his shit, old school type of liberal, in, in a sense. But then when it was about getting Trump out, he became just as radical as the rest. He talked about him himself, I believe, said that, you know, the country needs to be in a crisis. The country needs to go through a situation in order for people to know that Trump isn't, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all bullshit, man. Now he goes back and forth. He's a fence sitter at this point, a professional fence sitter, Bill Maher. So when the time is right and when people more enough people are jumping out of this uh, political plantation and this belief are really just stepping away from the woke culture that pretty much contaminated the Democrat Party. And by the wokeness, I mean, like, you know. How can I say this extremely colorful, let's just say that. different beliefs that the Democrats turned against and said, no, this is going too far left for my liking. So they jump out and guys like Bill Maher does it every now and then he'll trash Joe Biden. He'll trash how the country is being ran, but he's not going to acknowledge that, you know, Trump was just a better one. He just wants to be neutral. It's like, these are the most snarmy people in the world because they see it they're on a higher level. A Bill Maher, he's on a higher level. So he knows a little bit more about what's going on. He just doesn't want to acknowledge it. That's just my personal opinion. But we're going to jump right into the fuckery, all right? Jump right into the madness. Make sure unused apps are closed here because I don't want this shit crashing on me like it did before. Go back to my playlist here. And let's move on. Democrat and Republicans have been in control about 50-50. They've had control of the House and Senate while they were in control of the presidency about 50-50. They've had it not in control 50-50. And and look where we are. They both come up about the same place. I don't care about that. I care about our culture. Okay. I'm disappointed that I can't get you to just out and out say that Trump is a completely different animal than the politics on the left and the right that we both agree is very uh, lacking on both sides. It begs but the question. he is a completely but hold up, but different hold up, animal. But hold up, but what's that? Is that a problem, though? For somebody like me that knows what's going on and knows that Trump is not a part of the establishment, I'm actually one of the people to say that that's a good thing. There is no necessary, there is not really an entity that can hold him back for saying, from him saying what needs to be addressed and him speaking the way that he needs to speak, which is sometimes without filter and political correctness. Now, this is politically incorrect as a president, but as I always say, who gives a shit? Who cares? You got Joe Biden going into the HBCU, one of the HBCU uh, universities, colleges, black colleges and universities. Um, And talking about how slavery, not slavery, racism and white supremacy is the main issue in the country. And people were clapping. There were people in that audience, the blacks. They were even waking up. Shout out to the liberal hive mind. He went over a video about that. 
and how there were black graduates there who were like, man, we don't want this guy here. What's he doing here? They couldn't get anybody better. I think one person even says, shit, they were better off bringing Trump in. That's a shit. That should say a lot because Trump was was forking money over to the blacks. Sick of this shit. Niggas ain't niggas ain't looking up nothing, man. I'm really tired of it. And it's sad, man. It really is. Most people, when it comes to knowing about what's going on, they just don't care to know. But they'll go along and they'll go along and react and protest and march over the lies. You get guys like Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, when they participate, that's when you know it's a set. It's it's a setup. It's it's not a setup, but it's a it's a psyops, right? It's a psychological operation. It's to see how how much can we control these groups of people. Oh, there's a random death that took place. Well, let's get Jesse Jackson involved. Let's get Al Sharpton involved. Let's make it real racial. And those blacks, they're pawns. They're used whenever the people, the establishment needs them. That's how you know they're controlled. There'll probably never be another president like Trump in office that was willing to say what needs to be said and get shit done. Period. And this is as a black man. I'm black. All right. I don't got an afro, but I got an Amerifro. That gets longer day by day. And I'm telling y'all, a lot of us are being lied to, man. Oh, you got this guy, Trump. Oh, he's not a Democrat. He's not the traditional Republican. He's a different monster. He's a different animal. And people love it. And much more dangerous. I mean, we're talking about some sort of unnatural predator that was introduced into this wild, which was not a, it was a jungle in the first place. But this is a different... You notice what he just did right there? You notice what he just did? Now, let me ask you something. What if a conservative were to say that about Obama? Use those references towards towards Obama the way that Bill Maher used those references towards Trump. Put on your thinking caps. Element. This is nobody else has ever tried to not. Uh, concede an election in this country, try to overturn an election we all, even the people in his own party, understood was lost. That is a Rubicon. The other people that, that went along with the Democrats, they're weak, they're pathetic, they're spineless, they're godless people at the end of the day. So that doesn't even count. You're mentioning rhinos. Give me a break. What the? They don't count. And by the way, it wasn't like it was election day, sir. It was a whole fucking week. You liberal piece of shit. It was a whole fucking week with a bunch of corruption. Um, information about the machines, the voting machines not working properly. All this information about dead relatives voting for Joe Biden. People that no longer exist voted for Joe Biden, allegedly. People throwing away ballots. We saw there there's there's tons of evidence I remember going through at that time that was mind blowing. People didn't want to talk about it. There was a situation where they pretty much had people there in some places to vote. I think it was in Philadelphia, I could be wrong, that pretty much in a way promoted and almost demanded that you voted for Biden. 
And it's like, yo, you got the guy that y'all wanted. Just don't, don't, don't insult our intelligence. You got the guy you wanted and you got the guy you wanted in the most corrupted fashion. Don't act like don't, don't sit back and act as if it was done fair and square. We know it isn't. That we have crossed that makes him completely unique. A unicorn, if a unicorn was a big fat asshole, you, if I, if I can't have your faith on that, I, 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 it's very hard for me to understand where you're coming from on any issue. Now, this is the liberal. Keep in mind, see how intolerant he is? Like, it's like you gotta, you gotta believe me or you're just a lunatic like Trump. I wonder what he thinks about the blacks, the black conservatives like myself, who will tell him to his face, if I've ever get the opportunity, that you've been lying for decades. And I haven't gotten over the house nigger reference that you mentioned on television as well. Oh, I can bring back that video to remind y'all the people who y'all follow and the people you're entertained by. A bunch of snakes, political snakes, serpents, godless people. All they've been doing is lying, primarily to the blacks. Because at the end of the day, Let's face it, a lot of the black youth, they're not political. They don't give a fuck about politics. They'll rather argue over a pair of sneakers or a fucking sports team. That's the reality of it in a nutshell, that people don't want to accept. So the youth, the black youth especially, they're easily manipulated and lied to. They'll use people for Hillary Clinton like Jay-Z easy way to get the blacks involved they'll have political figures talk to Cardi B or Charlemagne the God as if they even know anything that's going on politically with all due respect they get the un- they get the uneducated uninformed but successful and known blacks they don't get these intellectual blacks they don't get the blacks that know about what's going on and they don't get the blacks that disagree with their narrative It's easy pickings for him. We'll just get this tolerable black. He doesn't know much, but he can promote our move because he's a name. He's an entertainment black. He's a tap dancer. He's a sellout. The real sellouts are the entertainers and the celebrities. It's not people like me trying to wake those up. And I'm sick of that fucking narrative. But you listen to these other blacks that will always put you in victimhood mode. You'll never accomplish nothing in life. Never. You'll never accomplish nothing in life. Like, you'll, you'll never accomplish nothing in life. It's like, when is it, when is it, when is it necessary to truly stand up and stand out? and choose not to be a part of what's going on to not want to fit in and when it comes to how these people feel to not even want to be I don't want to be accepted by these people I don't give a fuck there's people that's going to like the message people that's not I don't give a fuck and really to be honest this is this is just pretty much the same shit that I was talking about before even getting politically involved. Even when I looked at politics, even earlier on, it's just 
a waste. Left wing or right wing, two wings of the same bird. When it comes to politics, especially these people that are, you know, easily bought and paid for, they don't, they'll never have the people's interest in mind. It's the illusion. It's the people that vote for them that they'll give the tall tale to so they can cast, so they can get the cast vote. That's all it is. I'm telling you, <laughs> Doc, you can't do it. No, uh, no I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this. That's a cop out. What difference does it make? A, he's not in power now. B, he's probably not going to be. And C, oh, yeah? it doesn't. Let me let me ask you this. No, no, wait a minute. He's hang probably, on. Hold hang up. On. Hold up. <laughs> Dr. Phil said he's not in power now and he's probably not going to be. Hmm. I wonder what they have to back that up. I wonder what uh, information that they have to truly back that up. Any facts, statistics, nothing? Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Typical. You've read 1984 how many times? Once. You have a good memory. I mean, it was like college time, but I I loved it. And um, I certainly remember the gist, the Ministry of Truth. Yeah, and... Oceana. Yes. The government came in. They said, "There's, we're going to tell you what words you can use. We're going to tell you what words you can't use. Yes. I, and we're going to, and if you don't do it right, we're going to unperson you. I, I, I'm all over you that. You remember all that? I know. And by okay. the way, the, the Biden administration actually tried to have this yeah. year a ministry of truth. They almost called it. It was very close to it. I can't remember the name. It was close. It was close. And it was exactly what that is. But, I agree. But even beyond that, let me tell you this. Do you think that's a bigger problem than Donald no, Trump? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, wow. These people are stupid. Politics. Celebrities. I don't think politics are the big problem. What I'm telling you is this. That's happening again, but it's... And he says he doesn't think politics... All right. (laughs) Oh, my God. You got to be kidding me with these people. These celebrities are stupid. You ever realize how dumb a celebrity really is? Not all of them, of course. But there's some that randomly speak out. And it's like, you always ask yourself, what credit do you have to even speak about this? Like, what information have you gathered? What what do you have to back up what you say? And they don't have anything. They just have their name. They have their reputation. And the sheep follow the herd, right? So it's just the namesake that they follow. And anything that they say is gold to some people. And it's sickening. It's idolatry. and It's disgusting the government doing it we're doing it to each other this cancer culture this cancel culture bullshit we're doing what 1984 had Oceania the government doing we're doing to each other I understand I couldn't agree more it's the culture that's the problem here you're wanting to say let's pick somebody and throw them against the wall whether it's Biden or Trump or Bush or whoever that doesn't matter it's culture you know what one thing you have to have in a friendship and I hope we're friends now for a long time, uh, is the ability to air your differences and then just move on. Like, this is what, this is a mic. You ever notice how, like, like, think about how easy it is for those two to be friends, right? They're in their own, they're in their own field, right? They're not in each other's field. So it's not like they compete 
necessarily with one another. So that their friendship based on that. Whatever political beliefs that either people have against one another, they're not living the average lifestyle of everybody else. Right? What are they doing? They're celebrities. Once again, namesake, they're celebrities. So what these people say, folks out there are going to follow it. They're not going to verify what they're saying. So these people get away with doing it. And it's disgusting. I'm sick and tired of these people. Cousin, to me, what has to happen in America? You're Dr. Phil. You know, you're, you're, you're legendary for being a guy who, like, fixes other people's problems, a wise elder, and you are. But I'm just not where you are and never will be on this Trump thing, and you're not where I am, and that's okay. And just like if we were in a marriage, I assume, <laughs> we now just move on, right? I just know that about you. It doesn't make me dislike you or it come close to hate. And no, it just is like, okay, that's where this guy is. There's no universal judge who tells us which one is right. But we go on, we just go forward knowing that we're not quite there on well, that. And let me tell you something about me. Yeah. You want to know something about me? I want to know everything about you. Okay. Uh, and you can go back 26 years. Hey, thanks for watching the clip. Hit the subscribe. All right, whatever. I don't even know who did that. It's just a, it was just a real meaningless clip. So I guess Donald, I guess Dr. Phil supports, I don't know what it is. Whatever opinion that Bill Maher claimed to have, I guess, I guess Dr. Phil is a conservative of some sort. I don't fucking know. They all just sound weak-minded to me, especially Bill Maher. He's the biggest hypocrite that there is out there. Because it's easy to point out um, the woke shit. Let me open this uh, lemonade real quick. Oh, yeah. That's good. The woke shit that Bill Maher claims to be against now going forward, he was right along with it not too long ago. Or he was in that direction. It's the same with, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Pierce Morgan. Same type of guy. Essentially, he'll talk shit about Trump without a doubt. But now, with the whole multi-gender situation going, he's speaking out against it. And it's like some people, you'll see it. You'll see it coming with most guys. They'll, they'll bring it up. Oh, they felt some some of them were honest with it. Like, yeah, they felt this way previously. But after seeing what's going on, they realized that they weren't informed about it in detail and they go against it. That's more of the noble thing to do. Right. Rather than just be a turncoat. It's like when I talk about politics and I talk about voting for Obama 2008, not voting 2012 and 2016, but then voting for Trump 2020, there's a story behind it. I don't shy away from that story. Um, I don't shy away from being once a victim of uh, identity politics. You know what I'm saying? And in some cases, I talk about it in detail. Meanwhile, others, they just turn. They don't really give an explanation and it's very disingenuous and it looks as if they're just trying to go to wherever the bucks is at. They're trying to go to wherever the people is at. And this is just how I generally feel. 
right? No person's going to change my thoughts based on the information that I've researched. These people have thoughts and their thoughts are based on lies, no evidence, no research, nothing of that sort. But anyway, this this will be something I'm, I'm going to share this. That's what I'll do. I'll share this before I go to work. So technically, I'll have two episodes out today, even though one episode earlier was from last night. And I'm going to do the same thing tonight. I'm going to do an episode while I'm on break at the job. And then I'm going to have that episode. Excuse me. I'm going to have that episode uploaded tomorrow morning. But as I always say, just shy of an hour and 30 minutes. In the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode. Thought provoking episode. Very based. Hyper based. I might add, episode of The Crimson Capsule Chapel. The episode was so good. The episode was so good, right? I'm just going to let the audience wrap this up. I'm out. Peace.